0: hello everyone and welcome back to the savage city strength show podcast I'm your host Sean and I hope everyone is having a great day both in and outside of the gym uh, it's a beautiful day in March uh the Arnold was uh last weekend right last weekend or two weekends ago and it was an awesome time for those who went out there uh, you know I, ho- I hope you all had a great time congratulations to all athletes that competed uh, everyone did everyone did good I mean that's all. Everyone I saw that was out there on the platform was cooking ass and taking names. So good job to everyone that, that competed. Uh, thank you to all the vendors that came out, uh, the whole staff at the convention center and all the hotels nearby that everyone stayed at, and especially the Uber drivers. The Uber drivers are out there, you know, making rounds and probably making bank too, which is a, a nice uh, bonus for them, but definitely, you know. Thank you to everyone who helped participate uh, and was involved in the Arnold Classic this year. It was a great time. It ran smoothly. And uh, as far as I know, there weren't any major issues. As far as Team Savage, uh, we had two athletes that competed. One took third and one took uh, first in their categories and divisions. So congratulations to them as well. All right, this episode. So for those of you who have been listening, I think I talked about this a few times. This is is my... uh, Official second year, well, third year in business, so two completed years, two completed and one month years in business, I've had a gym. Now, I, I got asked this question a lot, especially recently since I have two friends of mine who are opening a gym next month, actually. One's opening what one place about a half hour from me, the other one's opening a one place about you know, an hour, a little over an hour from me. And uh, I get asked this question by obviously them and others as well in regards to how do you go about opening your own gym. Uh, there's a lot of information out there on YouTube. Uh, the people I've learned from was, you know, Zach, Gavin Nash, Alan Thraw, Joe DeFranco. They all put out a lot of content regarding opening up your own, you know, strength training facility, Elliot Hulse and stuff like that. So I definitely recommend you check out their pages on YouTube. These are old school YouTube videos back in the day. And let let's let's know what they have to say about that. They definitely have some good knowledge that helped me get to where I am today. But I'm just going to go over this episode uh, with uh, my uh, my experience. So uh, let's begin. Let's start at the beginning. So first things first, I was uh, looking for. The property, you have to find the, the property and make sure that's zoned for your usage, it has to be zoned for a gym or personal training studio usage. So, I had to go, you know, I took time finding that spot I wanted that zone for what I wanted, and still had to look and feel of you know the warehouse type of facility that I wanted for the gym. So, that was first. Then, once you get that figured out, you have a spot that you want, you start uh, talking about. uh, Lease negotiations. Then you have to get your LLC uh, formed. You have to do all your legal side of your business for started. So definitely have you know a lawyer, or attorney, or and especially an accountant on hand because they're gonna have to help you through the your business formation. You know you even go to Incfile.com. Also have someone you know with you to help you out with all the legal stuff. So you're gonna get through all the legal stuff. You know you're gonna get LLC, all that stuff. All stuff from state, federal taxes, uh, sales tax, this and that, all set up. Get all your documents in the mail, and uh, then uh, when you put your name on a lease for the property, you're gonna have to have uh, your LLC and your business on there for the who's uh, renting the property, as well as you're gonna have to have a liability insurance. Um. A, a landlord's not going to rent you a, a spot for this kind of usage without liability insurance as well as stuff for your equipment, this and that, uh, the building. So the property itself has to be insured through you as far as, you know, if something breaks in the building, you're, uh, you're covered. As well as, you know, your liability, the landlord's liability, the, the landlord has to be covered in your liability insurance as well. As And at uh, the park, the... The whole property, basically, you have to have liability coverage for that as well. And uh, you yourself has to be covered. And uh, I recommend getting into uh, the income loss insurance as well as uh, um, your property, Is that like renter's insurance or something like that. Or your account can help you figure all that stuff out. But you're definitely going to want to make sure you're covered because... Stuff does happen. I've had my fair share of stuff happening that I wasn't prepared for and I almost lost my business because of that. So you got everything set up. You know, you, you're waiting on your, your lease. You got your lease, you got your money situated and you know, you're probably going to have to take out a loan, find a small business loan or a personal loan and raise money from family and friends. So let's say you're all set. You know, you're ready to sign the lease You know, you got all your LLC and all your business stuff, all your legal documents, professional documents, all ready to go. You got the money ready to go. And you should have, should probably start collecting some equipment ahead of time. I know I did. I collected some stuff and stored it in family family garages and sheds. Uh, Always find stuff on Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace. You know I, I tried looking about six months prior to when I actually got my property of buying stuff so when the time came, I had you know some of what I needed ready to go and ready to go and that's the rest of the stuff I you know bought new or bought after I got my property space so that's that so you're gonna get into moving day. And what you're going to find is all your friends that uh, that said they're going to help you with the gym, the majority of them are not going to show up to help you move in. And it's going to be a long, rude awakening call. I know I experienced that. A lot of friends that said they're going to help me out, open a gym and market this and that. I can't wait to come by. The majority of them, is just all talking. They, they're not going to show up, they're not going to help, you're going to be on your own. And the beginning of opening a gym, you know, the first week, I guess, you're gonna be excited, and then, and then, the, f- the second week opening the business, chances are it's not gonna be as busy as you had hoped, and it's gonna to start to get depressing. And uh, the first year is gonna definitely gonna be like that. It's definitely gonna be uh, gonna be working your butt off and trying to make rent and. Sometimes you got to sell some equipment to make rent and it's, you know, pick up odd jobs. But that's the way the business is. That's why a lot of businesses don't last two years. I know a lot of gyms that don't even last two years. It's just people underestimate the lack of uh, business that they'll drum up. And you're going to come across people trying to... sell you ad campaigns, this and that, Facebook ads, Instagram ads. And you can spend hundreds of dollars, maybe thousands of dollars and get what? A few people to sign up, yeah, it's not really worth it. I've learned the hard way. Facebook ads don't really work for this type of niche business. Unless you're like a commercial gym that has, you know, a ten thousand dollar monthly allowance on ads, it's not really gonna be beneficial to you. Your best bet is word of mouth and just, you know, keep out there grinding. You know, just go to the local community, local, uh, you know, police, fire, EMTs, schools, this and that. Anywhere you could go where you could reach people who are involved in strength training. Just reach out to them. Try to get them in your gym. Just get them in there for free. And, you know, if they enjoy it and like it, they'll sign up with you. It's just all about trying to get them to the door. That's going to be the main challenge. And uh, that's pretty much it, that, that in a nutshell. It's going to be hard. A lot of days you're going to want to quit and give up. And then there's going to be a lot of days you're going to be like, oh, this is the greatest, you know, this was all worth it. And it's going to have its ups and downs. But it's like that with any business. And especially in a niche business with these, you know, warehouse-type gyms. You know, you have commercial gyms and CrossFit all trying to, you're competing against them all, and it's a rough road. But stay positive, keep grinding and you should be successful. If you know, you're gonna find out if you wanna bet enough, you'll find a way to keep the doors open and eventually you'll reach that hump and business will start to be good and you start making a profit. That's about it. Alright, go out, go crush it